0: The College Football Experience, Florida Gators at Tennessee Volunteers Game Preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by Winbet. Bet hundred dollars at Winbet. Get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today.
1: Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN.
0: Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Welcome! Welcome to the College Football Experience Florida Gators at the Tennessee Volunteers Game Preview Episode. My name is Colby and Dantabase Dan, a.k.a. Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When
1: Dundee happened, he was a superstar.
0: I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. Oh, ho, 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 ho. taking you back! This is a game that's been happening since 1916. First ever meeting when the when the Volunteers shut out the Gators 24 nothing. I am joined by special guest. I've been wanting to get this guy on the show for years, for, for years. I would say Uh, this, this this gentleman here, I believe he's a Tennessee volunteer graduate, but I got to dive into that. If not, then he's going to have to tell me the story on, on, uh, on how he became a Tennessee volunteer fan. But He's been. He's worked with North Coast Sports. He's worked with with Phil steel Publications. Uh, he is the host of the the Power Suite podcast, which I strongly recommend you guys to check out. Check out. Uh, well, welcome aboard, I should say, to Chris Van Dyne. How you doing, Chris? Appreciate you coming on the show.
1: I'm great. And if there's ever a game I want to talk about, it is the Tennessee Florida game. It's uh, the game I get geared up for every year because it's usually the start of SEC season for Tennessee. I am a Tennessee fan but not a Tennessee graduate.
0: Okay, grew well, up,
1: grew up actually near uh in Ohio but closer to Pittsburgh on the eastern side of Ohio. Um I I was like 7 or 8 years old, I started watching Tennessee football. I can't explain why. I always liked the color orange. So, uh I remember watching a football a college football game on television and Tennessee was on and I became a fan. And, hey. You know.
0: I get it. Uh, My brother, my oldest brother's a diehard Notre Dame fan and they were playing Colorado in 90 in the national championship. And as what any good brother does, he wants to see his brother have misery and Colorado was playing. So I said, you know what? I'm going to root for that team. And I've been a Colorado fan ever since. Unfortunately, I don't even like to tell people these days because the way Colorado's offense and team looks in 2022, uh, it's just, it's tough. It's tough, but I completely get it. So here we are. Um, this, this is an awesome rivalry. And uh, I've been down there. I, I didn't go to a, uh, to a Florida, Tennessee game. I went to a Miami hurricane game at, uh, at Tennessee back in the early 2000s. It was awesome getting there. Uh, I was on like a pontoon boat hanging out with fans. It was absolutely fantastic, but there's, th- this has been, a, it's been a long time coming for, for Tennessee volunteer fans. I feel like, you know, whether it was, you know, they, they, they had, they almost had Greg Schiano. They didn't. They almost had Mike Leach. They didn't. And it just seemed like kind of a chaotic, you know, 15 years really since Phil Fulmer left. Um, and and Hypo comes in, and I, I'll be honest, I was kind of a skeptic of the hire. And after year one, he shut me up. And and obviously year two, great win at Pitt. I'm sure you growing up close to Pittsburgh, that probably was fun to talk trash to a few friends of yours. But Oh, you went to that one. There you go. There you go. Um, What do you make right now of the team? uh, uh, You know, and Hendon hooker, potentially a Heisman candidate. What what do you make right now of the Josh Heupel era and what you have coming into looking like, I mean, besides Georgia, which looks like they're just on another level than everyone in college football, maybe Georgia and Bama. I, I would say uh, we, we were talking about this on the show last week. I think Tennessee is the second best team in the sec East. They got to win these matchups. I know obviously this one more so than Kentucky one. Cause I feel like Tennessee's owned Kentucky, but this one is weird because even last year, even last year, Florida got the best of, of uh, the Vols and they've gotten the best of them. What every year with the exception of 2016 ever <laughs> since 05. So what, what do you make of, of Tennessee this year though, and their chances in this game?
1: This is first off, this is clearly the most excited the Tennessee fan base has been uh, since the early two thousands with Phil Fulmer. They had some, you know, a couple years here and there, you know, under Butch Jones, where they looked like they were turning that corner. Josh Dobbs had, had a, a nice team and they did beat Tennessee. They did beat Florida in 16, 38, 20, but they were down 21, three at halftime in that game. And uh, it turned quickly in the second half, but yeah, I mean, he brought excitement, he brought offense. And I'll tell you one thing I like is that they don't seem to have any mercy. They don't feel bad for you. They scored a touchdown against Akron last week with about a minute, 10 left and they run the offense the way they run the offense. When they, when they put the backups in the game, they run it the same way that way. When these guys graduate, and the next crop come in or someone gets hurt that they're ready to step in and uh, and fill that void. Because th- this is a tough offense to be a part of because of that tempo style. And you've got these guys have to be in great shape to, to run that offense. So a lot of excitement. I am can still concerned about the defense a little bit. There were things in that pit game that worried me, uh, especially their inability to stop pass early in the game. Keaton Slovis had some really nice throws. They led a big run by uh, a Bonaconda in that game, 76 yard touchdown run. So there, there are things that concern me. Um, but yeah. And, and you know, as a Tennessee fan, I'm also jaded about this game. 16 out of the last 17 years we've lost. This is actually the 22nd, the 22 year anniversary of the Jabbar Gaffney.
0: Oh, catch, yeah. Catch, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I saw a t- highlight on Twitter. We were watching in the office today and just, I was sick again. The <laughs> next, story to that game. That was my first trip to actually watch a game in Nayland.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Wow.
1: First game I ever saw in Nayland. Oh and man. Yeah. That's how it ended. They were winning that game. Almost the entire game. I believe. I don't think they were actually losing it until that catch with 14 seconds left. Again, I say, Catch instant replay. If, they, if it existed back then, it's not a catch. I'm not gonna say Tennessee would have won because Florida would have had two more chances from I think like the six yard line or the five yard line. But yeah, and Jesse Palmer and Jabbar Gaffney can go do something. <laughs> yeah. not hey, a catch.
0: I'm, I'm close. I know, I know, man. I'm right there with you. I, I can remember it just like it was yesterday. That was definitely not a catch. So um but but let's talk about this for a second because I don't know if you got a chance to watch the South Florida Florida game.
1: I did. I did watch some of it. Yes.
0: Uh, I thought South Florida gift wrapped a win to Florida in the fourth quarter. They, they, I mean, they outgained Florida by like eighty yards. Uh, They make a key interception in the end zone with about six minutes left. All you really had to do, in my opinion, if you were South Florida, is just not turn the ball over. Very next play, or maybe two plays later. Uh, you know, their quarterback Bo throws off his back foot when he's pressured into a screen area. He should have just threw the ball away. It gets intercepted. Florida gets the go ahead score. And even with that, South Florida drove all the way down there. Uh, and was in a position to either tie the game or or uh, or pre- perhaps win the game. And then a snap goes below Bohannon's Hannan's uh, hands. Just a complete disaster. But I can tell you this. I I am not sold on the Florida Gators this year, and Anthony Richardson I can see the potential, but he's not there yet in my opinion. He was just ten of eighteen for one hundred twelve yards against South Florida. Um, I I know the history in this game s- suggests oh everyone should be should be uh you know this is a close game it's a rivalry game uh maybe we should take the Gators with the line this big and we'll get to the line in a second. But what do you make of the Gators this far? Because I kind of think they're fools gold. I kind of think they got lucky against Utah. I thought. And I thought Whittingham didn't make defensive adjustments that he should have made. That Stoops clearly made on pressuring, on pressuring Richardson. But overall, I, I am not sold on this being a really good team in in two thousand twenty two. Well, how about yourself?
1: Um, I'm not ready to to totally jump off Florida because I thought they were improved coming into the season. I know Richardson has not looked good, but I, I I will give them credit. He they did a good job and beat a good Utah team at home. Uh, It was a tough spot for Utah. They they ran the ball really well in that game, 283 rush yards. They were leading Kentucky at halftime, and then things went bad. Uh, The South Florida game, that's hard to excuse. I mean, you could say they were looking ahead a little bit, but uh, giving up 286 rushing yards in that game, 6.2 yards a carry, uh, that was ugly. And uh, Kentucky ran the ball a little bit on them in the second half, and Kentucky hasn't been able to run the ball, and Utah ran the ball on them a lot. My one concern is Tennessee hasn't really run the ball this year. Uh, you know, Jabari Small's gotten off to a slow start. Jaden Wright's looked solid. He has 231 rushing yards, but they've done most of that work against Ball State and Akron. Against Pitt, they only had 91 rushing yards. Um, Hooker didn't get sacked in that game, but they got a lot of pressure on Hooker in that game. Um, the one concern I have with Tennessee is. The way they played dual threat quarterbacks last year, if you recall that Tennessee did not spy dual threat quarterbacks, Uh, the philosophy, I think, was let them take what they want up till about 25, 30-yard line. Things will tighten up, and the quarterback won't be able to run as much. But they gave up 195 rushing yards to Matt Corral uh, (laughs) for uh, awful trying to stop Emory Jones. They gave up 144 rushing yards to Emory Jones, which were two of the really, only the real dual threat quarterbacks they saw. They also gave up some rushing yards to Kenny Pickett. Will Levis ran for 52 yards. And that's part of the reason they really struggled on third down defensively last year. Now they've improved a lot so far statistically defensively, but they've also played, you know, Ball State, Akron, and against Pitt, the first half, Slovis—you know—first off, Slovis isn't really a runner. He did a little bit of running, but uh, then he got hurt. In the second half, Nick Patty was playing on what turned out to be a high ankle sprain, and you know the, he is normally a, a a little bit more of a running quarterback than Slovis is, but that was totally negated. You could tell watching that game he was yeah. hurting. Yeah, uh, he was very gimpy. So I have concerns about, you know, what the Tennessee defensive philosophy is going to be against a dual threat quarterback, like Anthony Richardson, who can really run the ball. Um, and, you know, and, and thinking back to that pit game, if Slovis doesn't get hurt right before the half, which Pat Narduzzi admits was a terrible decision, <laughs> to have them even th- trying to throw the ball with no timeouts, 18 seconds on the clock, I think at their own like 30, 35 yard line, and Slovis ends up getting hurt, turns the ball over, and Tennessee kicks what turned out to be a huge field goal in a game that ended up going to overtime. Um, you know, Pitt, Pitt might have won that game if if Slovis didn't get hurt. And Tennessee's offense really struggled in the second half. So uh, th- there are some concerns with Tennessee that I think people are kind of ignoring just because of the excitement of the offense. And, uh, you know, Florida's obviously – had more issues in Tennessee early going.
0: Yeah. And, and I think like to me, wait, when looking at this game, I mean, Tennessee's got the third best offense. I know we're only three weeks in small sample size, but third best offense in the country. Florida's got the 77th best defense. Now, sure. You can make the argument. Florida's played better teams and you can twist the stats any which way. But to me, the big thing you mentioned it is can the Tennessee defense be improved from a season ago? Because I don't know if we, you know, if Slovis is healthy in that second half, even without them, I mean, Pitt still had a decent, decent offensive game or output. I should say, I know they, they, uh, what they block a punt, I believe also, but I don't think they got points off of that. They did um, not. Uh, yeah.
1: Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee had their punt blocked in midfield and by all rights, Pitt should have probably picked that up and run it for a touchdown. The guy pr- basically tripped over himself, but, uh, and then they, had, they missed a field They'd actually missed
0: two, two short field goals in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was wild. Uh, Nard- I don't know what it is about Narduzzi. I feel like the, his teams traditionally kind of always have situations like that pop up, but okay. So like it, it, what would be the blueprint? I know you're a Tennessee guy. I know we're going to talk about the spread in a second, but what would be the way that Florida would be able to win this game? Obviously I think AR 15s mobility. You've alluded to that. And what I think they can't afford to turn the ball over the way that he's turned the ball over the past couple games. I mean, he had a a, um, practically two pick sixes in that Kentucky game. I know one of them wasn't all the way to the touchdown; it was inside the ten, I think, when when the defender got tackled. Uh, And what you think they might have some success maybe on the ground against the Vols? What do you think of like what would be the blueprint for you to beat your own team?
1: I definitely think that they would have to run the ball well, uh, similar to what they did last year. Florida had 283 rushing yards in this game. Only threw, threw for 222, but they were very efficient. Emory Jones was 22 of 28. I think Emory Jones is a better passing quarterback. I, I I don't even think that's a question right now than Anthony Richardson. But And you alluded to it. They, they can't turn the ball over. But I think the key is uh, rushing the ball well and consuming some clock so that Tennessee's offense can't be on the field as much because when you get that hype train moving, you know, that that's where Tennessee really gets you. You get a quick touchdown, you get a three and out, and then Tennessee's back on the field. You get a quick touchdown and that that stuff can happen fast because they throw the ball downfield so much. Uh, It happened against Kentucky last year. Tennessee jumped out to a 14 point lead. But I mean, when you look at Tennessee defensively, they've played okay so far this year against weaker competition, But last year, I I can't get 627 yards in the bowl game against Purdue out of my head, and that was without David Bell. Uh, They gave up 612 to Kentucky, Levis threw for 387 yards. They also ran for 225 in that game. So there are some defensive performances that pop up every once in a while when the offense is scoring as much as they do. But on the flip side, if you're Tennessee – you can't afford to let teams have long sustained drives because, offensively, you want to go so fast. But if you turn around and have a bad possession where you go three and out, the other team gets the ball, has another long sustained drive. That's what happened against Kentucky a couple times last year. I think Kentucky, I think Tennessee only had the ball for like seventeen, eighteen minutes in that game, or it might have been less. It was something ridiculous.
0: I also um, feel like it throws you out of that rhythm. Like I think Hype's offense seemed to have; they really seem to have a rhythm. Uh, same with kind of Kendall Bryles. I feel like, and sometimes if you get thrown out of that rhythm, then uh, it's hard to, to reestablish it. But then once you do reestablish it, watch out. Cause you can still score a lot of points really fast. Um, all right, I want to t- talk about a few things, uh, but before I do that, I want to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you guys that the College Football Experience Florida Tennessee Game Preview episodes brought to you by Winbet. Bet hundred dollars at Winbet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by FUBO TV. If you watch football, you need FUBO TV. FUBO TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in in 4K at no extra charge. There's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotvcom SGP. That's F U B O T slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. Uh, and what I love about it is it has a bet tracker that helps you organize your, your games and betting activity. Cause if you're like me, you get me in Thanksgiving weekend, I got like four different bets going on all different sports. Uh, so it, it, organizes it for you. So go to oddtradercom trader.com slash blue wire, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by no house advantage. No house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy platform today available. They have pick them versus other people um, where you can win 250 grand in cash. Wow! Uh, download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com, or download the app uh, to get the deposit match up to 25 dollars. Um, we're also brought to you by PromoGuy.us, and I'm, I apologize in advance for all these commercials. It's a good time of season, you know, but we're brought to you by PromoGuy.us, and I really believe if you're into betting, you should check this out. It's the best place to go if you're into if if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. Yes, um, and and you know we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they have some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you necessarily what team is probable to win, but Essentially, where you'll find the best odds, or how to track them down and, and cash in big on the constantly changing promotions going on out there. Um, so, if you're if you're if you're you know not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. Go to PromoGuy.us and check out their 100 percent tracked, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check us out at PromoGuy.us. And we're also brought to you by sleeper. Sleeper the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of different of players. You probably already have a fantasy football league on there. I know I do. It is a game changing product. Unlike anything else in the industry. And right now they have this brand new over under game. Hey, Tennessee fans, Florida fans. I, I I'm really impressed with the amount of college football props. They have, I have been touching. I, I've been playing this every week. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I went, I won some good money. I had Jalen Berger over a half a touchdown against the Akron zips. That was easy cash. I think he had two or three in that game. Um, and you it, it, what essentially what you're doing is you're taking the over the under on their stat projections. You got to have more than two. To, uh, so two, I'm sorry, two or more, and then uh, you can load it all the way up to five or six and you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the amount of money you put into it. So right now on our mobile fo- or on your mobile phone, join your, our listener group at sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's promo code SGP sleeper.com slash SGP. And you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Um, all right, here we are. And I got one more ad read later to do. And I, I then I'm out. I, I apologize, but uh, here we are. Uh, I've heard news now. Cedric Tillman, you alerted me to this actually questionable.
1: Yeah. High ankle sprain. Uh, it, it looks like he is questionable, which would be a big loss for Tennessee if he is not playing, um, you know, and, 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 I I personally, you know, I I, high ankle sprains usually don't come back quick. Um, Uh he's a thousand yard wide receiver last year, 12 touchdown. He is their downfield threat. Um, you know, that's that's a tough loss for Tennessee if he's out. Jalen Hyatt's been really good out of the slot. I I really like him, but Tillman is their go-to guy, and Hooker and Tillman have a great rapport. So uh, and I don't think it's a very deep wide receiver course. So losing him could cause some issues for Tennessee.
0: Yeah. And, and, and not to tout, but if you go to our DFS show that we just did, check us out. Uh, We do a DFS show every single week, sometimes two a week. Uh, I took brew McCoy on my DFS team because I I didn't even know the Tillman injury at the time. And I, what brew McCoy is a former five-star. How, how has he played so far? You know, I I see the stat line eight for one Oh nine, you know, 13, almost 14 yards a catch has, has he lived up to some of the, the, the hype? Cause I know he was at Texas. He was at USC. Maybe this would be his game to shine. If Tillman is, is in, in you know, dinged up.
1: It could be. Um, I, I thought he looked pretty good against Pitt. He was four for 58. He also just missed a catch uh, just out of bounds. Uh, the, I, I believe it was a touchdown catch in that game against Pitt. So uh, this could be a game where they need him to step up. I'm not a big Ramel Keaton fan. Uh, I, I think he Frankly is a little on the slow side and he tends to drop balls in big situations, but um, McCoy, and I'll tell you another kid that I think um, could be a a freshman to look out for that in this game, if Tillman's out, they might have to let him get on the field a little more is squirrel white, a highly highly recruited kid that is very fast. And, you know, at this point, you might have to let some of these freshmen get a chance to show what they can do if you don't have Tillman out there, so I, I think that McCoy though is the guy that would have to step in and kind of fill that void that Tillman leaves.
0: Yeah, I mean that's something to monitor even with handicapping this game. Uh, I see the over under is at sixty two and a half. If if you had to, it, you know, if you had to lean anywhere, because on on first thought, I go well, give me the over because I think I think Hypal is due for I, I I would be I'd say thirty five or more probably in the Um, forties. What what would you make of that assessment? And then I think Florida will be able to move the ball. At least even if AR 15 has a couple turnovers, I still expect them to have some points on the board there, maybe in the twenties, maybe in the thirties. So what, what what would you lean over or under on that, on that 62 and a half
1: I go over, Uh, I look at, you know, the way Tennessee plays Uh, first off, you're going to get more plays and more possessions, which is always a benefit for an over. It's, it's hard to want to take an under in a Tennessee game. I've done it a couple times, and it was painful. Uh, unless <laughs> unless the total, you know, like last year, I'll tell you a time when I was on the under in a Tennessee game was when it got up to 80 when they were playing Ole Miss. I was like, all right, that's a little excessive. <laughs> Everyone's betting the over. I think that, you know, Ole Miss is going to kind of keep that score a little bit down. That's what happened. It ended up uh, – uh, final last year was way lower scoring than expected. Um, So yeah, I I think that Tennessee in a situation, they're going to put up enough points for it to go over. And I, I think that Florida will score some points and be able to run the ball in Tennessee. And we we've seen Tennessee's defense give up a lot of points in the past.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things to watch for this weekend, especially as moving forward in the, in the sec, when I'm trying to forecast, you know, we know, I think everyone's got Georgia and Bama as the top two, but who could be that third team? If Tennessee can fix the defensive problems, I think the door is open uh, for potentially the, you know, the second best team in the sec East. I know they still got this game and then the Kentucky game, but uh, uh, all right, folks, before we get to the the final projections on, on uh, what, what we're taking here, I want to tell you, we're brought to you by the Elias game plan app. Yes. Uh, The Elias game plan app is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports. The Elias sports bureau, the official statisticians of us pro sports leagues. Um, And come on. I mean, look, did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday because it's NFL season, our favorite time of year. And that's why you got to check out the Elias game plan app, the official statisticians of the national football league. They have league validated team and player news. Uh, head-to-head comparisons ahead of their matchups, as as along with uh, Elias key game insights um, from their statisticians, they'll give you injury reports that help you build your fantasy roster. They'll tell you what games to bet on. Uh, so elevate your NFL season today and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E L I A S. And right now, I have a special offer for you. Uh, offer for you right now if you subscribe, get fifteen percent off our annual subscription. Uh, but only if you use the promo code SGPN 15, find the Elias game plan uh, sports betting app in the app store or Google play store and use that promo code SGPN 15. We're also brought to you by run your pool, run your pool. VIP is here a brand new subscription service from run your pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books. Plus exclusive access to real money pools. Um, uh, you got to check this out. All right. They, Cause they're giving out $5,000 every week on NFL. Pick'em. So, and, the, and they have a season long pool where they're giving out a hundred K. So use the promo code SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and get fifty percent off your first month of run your pool VIP. Once again, that's SGPN VIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. And last but not least, we're brought to you by sling TV. It's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV, starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the biggest games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN, two ESPN, three SEC network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers sling the live TV. You love for a price. You'll love try us today. All right we are back as I rattle off. I feel like I'm just, just, can we add any more commercials? Right? I mean, it's a good time.
1: I would
0: have lost my voice by now. <laughs> oh man, I need to start doing those infomercials, right? They need to—they need to hit really me up for current. that.
1: Really <laughs> uh, who's, the, who's the towel guy? Oh, yeah,
0: man. yeah, I know you're talking about. Oh yeah. man, I'm drawing a blank on it right now, but yes, uh, <laughs> we call one eight hundred SGPN, and I got you covered for our, our winners this weekend. All right, tired of losing money? I feel like I could do a whole shtick on that. Um, the line over at WinBet, our sponsors uh, minus 10 and a half Tennessee's minus 10 and a half. I mean, considering they have one win in, in what? 17 years. Uh, I know I'm not, I'm not trying to throw salt in the wound there. I'm just saying 10 and a half is a big number. Uh, we've seen, I think I was counting this yesterday. I believe 14 double digit dogs have hit on the money line in three weeks of college football action. I, I think that's, that seems like it's up. I don't know that to be fact yet, but um, Tennessee is minus three eighty on the money line. Florida's plus 300. What are you? I I know you're a vol fan. Am I dumb for even asking the question? What are you doing here? Are you going to lay the 10 and a half? Or if you were telling, if you were telling your, I don't know, your, your neighbor, if your neighbor was saying, Hey, what should I do with this game? What would you say?
1: When, when it comes to gambling, I put team allegiance aside. And you know, in North coast sports, I, I have to handicap these games and give my honest opinion about what I see, whether it's statistically, uh, what I think about the situation. And first off, series history tells me take Florida. It's also a lot of points 11 and a half points in this game. Tennessee, as far back as our records go, we have spreads uh, back to 1976. So I looked, and Tennessee has never been a double digit favorite against Florida going back to
0: 1976. Now, I don't know about before
1: that, but that's a lot of points to lay to Florida. They've also since 1991 they've been favored in this game seven times they've lost six outright mm. they've never been as big a favorite but they also struggle to win this game and uh it, you know it's usually the first game of the sec season and it means they're always starting sec play 0 and one um i do think tennessee's going to win this game but i think florida's going to do enough on the ground to stay in this game and i think richardson is going to have, uh, you know, his dual threat ability is going to show up this week more like it did against UTEP than it has the last couple weeks. They might've been looking ahead to this game a little bit last week. As I said earlier, Tillman's injury would be a big factor for Tennessee's explosiveness. So if, if I'm betting it, I'm, I'm laying, I'm, I'm taking the points with Florida. I, I don't have a problem saying that. I'm also, the one thing I will say, I'm confident Tennessee's going to win this game, partially because I'm not going to be there. Uh I've been Florida game four times. Tennessee has lost all four of them. Three of them they were winning in the second half. So uh yeah, I think they'll win the game, but I think Florida keeps this game to about six, seven points. I'm looking at maybe 38-31 uh was, was the score that uh I had in my head. Um but yeah, I'll I'll take the points of Florida.
0: Yeah. And this is the first road game for Billy Napier. And what I, I, I believe I know AR 15 started the Georgia game. And I think that was in Jacksonville, Um, but that uh, walking into that place, I mean, this place is going to be going bananas and, and I, I understand, I understand your reasoning and make a lot of good sense. We've never seen Tennessee's defense really uh, turn that corner. Perhaps this is the game where we see, you know, this season's Tennessee defense making an appearance. Um, I I'm actually going to lay the points. I'm actually going to lay the points just because, just because I I'm just not sold on this Florida team, and I think a road test where you know one play goes wrong with we've seen AR fifteen make a few mistakes, but he's in the, in, the, in the Utah game he actually played fantastic, but the Kentucky game the South Florida game they were able to to somehow get the momentum back. I don't think this will happen on the road. I'm going to lay the 10 and a half. I don't feel amazing about it because it's a rivalry game. And I, if you listen to us before, I always say, Hey, rivalry games, take the points. That's why we were on West Virginia in the backyard brawl plus seven and a half, you know, like uh, you, uh, that's why, you know, I what we have the, uh, the, the Virginia tech West Virginia game going on this Thursday night, you know, you'll see what we on our game preview, what we're doing there. But normally I always preach that I'm going to break that here. I saw that South Florida game and I'm just scared about this Florida team. I'm going to lay the points in the Tennessee Vols, and we're both on the over. Uh, folks, once again, make sure you check out Chris Van Dyne and uh, the, the Power Sweep podcast. He does a lot of great work there. I just had the opportunity to be on that podcast. Fantastic stuff. So check that out. And Chris, appreciate you hopping on the show. And uh, please come back and talk Vol football with us again, man.
1: Absolutely. And also, you can check out ncsports.com. Uh, we've got our Power Sweep newsletter. That comes out every Tuesday. Uh, it's great insight. We, we put out some picks in that newsletter that are very valuable. We have our totals game of the month and NFL game of the month coming up this weekend. So it's a huge weekend for, for North Coast. And we also just come off our, our big September five-star win. We had Maryland last week. Uh, that that uh, was a free five-star play for all of our newsletter subscribers. So uh, check out ncsports.com or you can call 1-800-654-3884.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Folks, check that out. What are you doing? Uh, clearly, I mean, come on, that Maryland play. What's that?
1: I, I, I said the phone number wrong 1 800 654 3448.
0: There you go. There you go. You. Uh, look, there's rewind on these podcasts. That's perfect. All right. There you I, go. I, I not
1: know where that number would have taken you.
0: <laughs> that would have been back to the, I'm sure, some infomercial, probably that towel. You'd probably be getting that, that towel guy. Anyway. Folks, uh, f- subscribe to the College Football Experience. Also, remember to uh, give Chris a, a follow on Twitter at Chris V uh, One Hundred and Sixty. I'm on Twitter at D Colby D. The College Football Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And remember, also subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Team previews happening. Season tips on what November Seventh, if memory serves, be me correct. Uh, and we come together as one on YouTube as the College Experience YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Also, remember check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, just had some great. Uh, I mean, they they previewed all thirty-two NFL teams. They they hit on some props, first touchdown in a lot of games. So they they've made some some really good money. If you've been following that, there also the NFL gambling podcast and the MLB gambling podcast as that season heats up. Uh, but you just get the SGPN app for free in the App Store, Google Play Store. You'll have access to all of our podcasts uh, and all of our content, our articles, our contests. So get that app and also check out the Discord channel. It's always fun to come chat chat it up with with you know even if you're not betting on this, if you're just listening, cause you're a Tennessee or Florida fan, hop in the discord and talk sports with us. It's always great. We have a college football channel. We have a college basketball channel, college baseball, whatever the sport is. I mean, it could be the Baja 5,000 going on in uh in a Cabo San Lucas or something. And I guarantee you, or an arm wrestling match in, in Jamaica. I don't know it, it. Don't worry. Hop in there. Sports dot slash discord. And uh, yeah, check us out. Appreciate you tuning in, folks. This is the college football experience. Tennessee Vol and Florida Gator style. I can't wait to watch this matchup. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Well, I don't get <laughs> cold, but
1: they're counting down seven, six, five. Get my limit right on 85, get my limit in. Woo! and take off Back to New Orleans. Coaching, our, our, our coaching did a horrible job, the players did a horrible job, we got our ass kicked in the second half, It sucked. It sucked.